Wizards and witches, warlocks and liches, welcome to Don't Cast, Don't Tell, an all-LGBT kids on brims campaign, where you can be fat without being evil. You can call me Elliot, because that's my name. I use he, him pronouns, and since this is the first campaign of the Bone Rollers podcast, and I am the creator of said podcast, that makes me the Bone Daddy, aka the GM. And today I am joined by Fabby. Hello, it's me, Bone Babe number one. Number seven? I can't tell if this is a one or a seven. Number L. Bone Babe, it's me. Why did you have me on? <laughs> Where can we find you on the internet? On certain websites you can only access with restricted browser. Also on Twitter.com. Uh, at Fabi Garza. Or what's and your OnlyFans? I closed my OnlyFans a long time ago. Uh, the only fine. only real ones know know my OnlyFans exists or can find it. Listen, if you can find my OnlyFans, go for it. I don't think it's out there. So Jordan, hi, <laughs> my name is Jordan. I am the Alpha Bone Babe. Was that is is that how? Yeah, we're no, like, yeah, yeah. You're one and. Okay, you're alpha. You're one, and I'm alpha. What yeah. would you do that? I, I want to be the bone babe. You're you are a beta bone babe. Yay! It's me. I'm the beta bone babe. Oh, you're a fucking bottom. <laughs> do not come <laughs> here. We're recording a fun podcast between friends. Oh, oh, why am I okay. chose uh, violence today oh, against God. me in particular? Own, but still, I use they she pronouns. I'll be playing Nymphiasia Poshly, but you, everybody just calls her Nia. And you can find me on Twitter as Cuttlefish Tweet. I don't have an OnlyFans at this moment, but the future looks grim and bright, so we'll see. <laughs> what the fuck is this podcast? We are three episodes in, people. You can edit that out. You don't need that. <laughs> no, I'm not gonna. And I think you brought up OnlyFans. I'm just saying, you did this. Let's all blame Elliot. I'm Nikki, aka the baddest bone bitch. Hell yeah. <laughs> I play Raleigh Redcap, and you could find me on Twitter at Anxious Beat Suit. I don't have an OnlyFans. Sometimes you need money, and we'll see where the future takes us. So, yeah, listen, no, I legit did have one at one point, like back in 2019, 2020, and then it's. If you, I was making 30 bucks a month. If you really want to make money, you need to hustle a lot and promote yourself a lot. And I'm just a tired bear girl. Yeah. We had just left off with Raleigh inside of the hallway of the Shattered Glass Academy for Magical Arts. He was face-to-face with a porcelain monster coming towards him in -hmm. the form of a toilet mimic. As the int boy ran away, pulling his pants up. Uh, Raleigh, what you doing as you are menaced by this toilet? (laughs) This is what I do with my life, people. Mm -hmm. You chose all of this. This is all on you. I think Raleigh is just frozen in place. <laughs> I don't think he's ever encountered a mimic before, but I think Scooter, his uh, two-tailed possum, like head tilt out of like the top of his like overalls, and they both look up at the mimic at the same time, and Raleigh just goes, "Ah, shit," and then just turns and tries to run away. Raleigh, go ahead and take a flight check for me. Let's call this a difficulty of six. That is five. Let's see, do I have any adversity? I do. I'm going to use one adversity to uh, meet that six, because I'm not trying to get swirly to live this early in the campaign. Save that for later. At least episode four. Yeah. So what's this look like? Give me a scene here as Raleigh. Are you just like turning and running as fast as your little goblin legs will take you? Basically just that about faces and just 
sprints at full speed, almost to the comedic effect where you see like the little like dust cloud behind him. That's probably not like from how fast he's going. That's probably just because he's like really dirty. Raleigh turns and starts running off down the hallway. You turn and almost immediately find yourself running smack dab into a large, fairly solid form. And as you look up, you realize that you have slammed into your good friend and buddy Tracon the Orc, who you may remember last session briefly lit Luna on fire a little bit. And yeah. I'll give Raleigh a chance to react to that before I say what Tricon does. I think uh, Raleigh just like thuds into like his kneecaps, like falls back. And he's just like trying to pull himself up, looks up at Tracon and just screams, Toilet Mimic! I think Tracon like reaches down and grabs Raleigh by the bib of his overalls. And he's quite a bit larger than you. He just, like, swings you to standing behind him and pulls out his bat ready to fight off this Mimic if it comes any closer. The Mimic is still thudding in your direction. I should specify the way it's walking is just one edge of it will lift up and move a little bit forward. If you've ever tried to move, like, a dresser by yourself the way you walk it forward, but it does spew toilet water forward to make it a little bit easier on itself. Oh. What is Raleigh going to do is he is now behind Tracon with a toilet mimic on the other side of him. Raleigh just, like, grabs the Tracon by the, like, the paint legs. Hey, I'm not sure if you caught the message. Giant toilet mimic, we need to go. Yeah, I got this. And he just, like, squares up into a batting stance as the toilet mimic is coming closer. And Raleigh gets the distinct impression he's going to take this thing on, head on. Are you serious? Ugh. And I think Raleigh pulls the brim of his cap down a little and then squares himself and then points out, like, one of his fingers and, like, the his casting stance, which is the, the little finger gun. I don't like you, but I'm not going to let you die. Tricon chuckles a little bit and says, I don't plan on dying to a toilet. And that I don't want to take over the scene. So if Raleigh wants to cast a spell before Tricon does something, feel free. If not, I'll just roll into what he's going to be doing. Raleigh just shakes and says, that's exactly what my grandma said. And I think he's going to let Tracon do what he wants to do first. So I think the way I want to frame this is actually, because again, I always think of this as like a cartoon, a live action show. I'm not sure how that works, but I want to frame this scene like as Luna and Nia are coming back to the school on their uh, magical pony with Luna in her newly mended hoodie holding on to Nia, they see this toilet advancing towards Tracon and Raleigh sort of half hiding behind him. And as this mimic gets closer, Tracon just like swings his bat and takes a good chunk off of this mimic. Like we see the porcelain, like a piece of it fly off. And then the lid of the toilet opens up and Tracon, his arm gets just vortex pulled down into this toilet. So I will leave it up to the three of you how you want to react from there. I think Raleigh, in a panic, just goes to grab Tracon's like leg and tries to pull him free, which I'm pretty sure is not going to work <laughs> out well, but I feel like that's going to be his first response. Okay, let's make a brawn roll. Uh, let's call it difficulty of 10, because he is quite a bit larger than you, and being actively eaten by a toilet. Who wants to guess what my brawn is? D4. Hell yeah. Let's go. Two. Oh. Taking that adversity. 
All right. So where on Tricon are you grabbing him? Are you grabbing like an ankle? Are you grabbing by the shoulders? I think like, uh, like the calf. Okay. You grab him by the calf and not on purpose, but the way he's being like munched on by this mimic, he starts flailing around. His foot is going to catch you just under the chin and he knocks you like backwards and probably skid on a good foot or so raleigh i imagine rolling upward and then like kicks out like a, a spits out like a pointy tooth so uh, he'll grow back what are luna and nia's reactions as you return to school to see tracon being eaten by a toilet and kicking raleigh in the face that's something new i i think luna originally goes oh like She's happy to to see this happening to the guy who was bullying her, but then immediately goes like, "No, Raleigh," and is not worried about about Raleigh getting involved here. I guess we should try to stop this toilet yeah, mimic. It's not. Do you think you can a, grab Raleigh? Also, do you know how to deal with toilet mimics? I've never seen one before. I uh, no, I've never seen one either. Punch it hard is the only thing I can think of. Let me I see. I can do that. You say that she's going to rush. She's like, okay, got it. Wait, I have a question. Yeah. How does intuitive work? It says you can spend one AT, one adversity token to ask the GM about your surroundings. An NPC or the, the GM must answer on this. Can I ask what's the weakness of a toilet mimic? Yes. Go ahead and mark one adversity token off. Yeah. And I will say... Not specifically toilet mimics, but mm -hmm. Luna's kind of a nerd. She's probably read up on yeah. a lot of stuff like this. She would know that mimics in general, you have to either catch them unaware in their natural state or essentially wear down their physical form. And then you can cast magic on their natural state and it will dispel them. It's like okay. a Pokeball. I, I think she just yells like, try, try to breaking down the toilet shell. We want what's inside? That sounds weird. The mimic is inside. We need to destroy the toilet. And, and then I think with that, Nia is just going to take a big leap over Raleigh and then see if she can just slam her sword over the top of it. Okay. Uh, probably as like a jumping shot off of the horse. <laughs> God damn, that's cool. Why is Nia so cool? Go ahead and take a fight roll for me. Let's call it difficulty of seven. All right. That's my D20 as well. That's a five. All right. Did you have adversity you wanted to use? I'll, I'll take the adversity. I'm fine with her failing it. Okay. So She came and hit, like, just guns blazing. She deserves it. <laughs> I think what happens is you jump off of the back of this horse and go to slam your sword down into this mimic. Are you going like point first? Are you using it as a blunt weapon? Oh, absolutely as a blunt weapon. It's even like to the side, like the flat of the sword as she's just slamming it. Okay. So you do slam your sword down into the tank of this toilet mimic, and you hear a crack. And, like, your sword isn't cracked, but it's starting, like, you see a very small crack forming in the blade of it. Luna, what are you doing? Raleigh was kicked in the teeth, Jordan's sword is cracking, and Tracon is about to lose an arm to a toilet. So, if I wanted to cast a spell on myself to, let's say... Give me rock skin or make me very tough and then tackle the the toilet mimic. How, how will I go around to do that? That would probably be a transfiguration. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to say, you know, if you're trying to make yourself tough, I'd say that would probably be grit. Maybe. Okay. Uh, so let's see. The duration or effect, how long are you thinking you'd want this to last? Would it be very short? Would it be like a minute, an hour? How long do you uh, want I, this? At least for a minute. Yeah, I don't think an hour. At least a minute. Okay. 
So we'll add plus one to the roll. Is this something Luna has done often before? I think so. I think most of the magic she's done is to change her matter sometimes to make herself usually is like to make herself invisible or to run away. I think she may have done this like once before, but she's done magic like this before. Okay. So that'll go under cast for your experience. So roll grit for me, add two to it. Let's call it a difficulty of six. And huh? you do have your D4 magic die you can use. Okay, so I will do that magic because my grid is a six. It's a D6. So that's, that's an eight. Yo. All right. What's this look like as you cast your magic to give yourself stone skin? I think it doesn't turn into a full-on stone statue, but like her skin looks... I want to say Rocky. It looks more fake than her normal skin does. And she immediately goes and throws herself tackling this toilet mimic to try to, one, get it to stop eating the bully, two, maybe break it or do some damage here. Okay, go ahead. This thing is pretty distracted, so I'm going to say this is brawn instead of fight. Cool. And uh, let's call it a difficulty of six, because you are made out of rock and this thing is distracted. Ooh, that's an eight. Where on this thing are you tackling? What's your sort of attack strategy? I think it's on the side, I assume, like, the the side that's closest to me is, like, on its side. And we all know toilets. I think she's going somewhere between under the bowl, like, side of the bowl base try to make like a big crack with her shoulder yeah we see as luna slams into it a big crack like forms up the side of this toilet mimic the top of the tank flies off and slams to the ground with a sort of clatter and all of you but i'm gonna give raleigh the chance to act next uh, you see a small, about the size of a softball, sort of glowing white light fly up out of this toilet and just fly off through the air. Flies past you, so you would have the first chance to act here. I'm going to go ahead and let you know. I don't know if Raleigh would know, but you as a player know. This is the sort of... Essentially the soul of the Mimic. I don't have a name for it, but that would be the Mimic's true form. So you can let it get away, but odds are it will possess or transform into something else. Let's see how to best do this. Mimics, does Raleigh know, can they only possess inanimate objects? Yes. It wouldn't be like it could transform to look like a different, like a person, but it wouldn't, tra like, Possess a person. I think Raleigh's just going to reach out with his hand and then create like a mage hand effect and try to just the spear like that of the air. All right. I'll let you pitch what kind of role you think this would be because I honestly have no clue. Yeah, that's the catchling probably flight. I feel like this is technically summoning, like just conjuring the mage hand. True. Yeah. So, yeah, let's go with grit. We'll call it a difficulty of... This thing's going pretty fast. Let's call it a difficulty of seven. And I guess I can do the, the 1d4, but... Yeah, let's just see how well you succeed there. Nice. So that's an 11. All right, you know my question here. What's this look like? Uh, give me a description here of Raleigh's magic casting. So as always, Raleigh does the, the little finger gun pose and then like from this fingertips, like this little mage hand pop up and then it just shoots outward. And at the last second, as it turns around to be right in front of the, the spear light, it turns into a baseball mitt and just catches the ball like perfectly and then just slowly hovers back to him. Yeah, this... I think the group of you can tell this isn't going to hold the Mimic for too terribly long. 
but it's enough time that you're able to get in a couple of actions on it. It is, if you've ever held a cat that doesn't want to be held, it's moving very much like that. Just barking and shaking and trying to anything it can to get out of this hand. The Tracon pulls his arm slowly out of the toilet and the sleeve of whatever shirt he was wearing is just completely shredded and hanging in tatters off of his arm. Uh, which does have quite a few scrapes and cuts on it. Uh, anybody want to help with... Oh, God, it's real squirmy. Oh, God, does that toilet have teeth? Oh, shit, Tracon. Oh, my God. I think, like, Raleigh tries, like, pushing, like, the the, the sole, like, against the ground. It's, like, putting all of his body weight down against, like, a little mage hand mitt. And it's he's probably still, like, getting bobbed up and down as it's happening. Yeah, I imagine this looks a lot like Raleigh trying to ride a mechanical bull. Do either of the spell for mimics? Nope, I'm hoping you do. And then she's just going to turn her wand into a hammer and just try to hit it again. Does anybody want to take a stab? Because you can try to I, cast a spell that you're inexperienced with. Yeah, I think Luna is going to try doing that. I think she saw it done once and she's trying to remember it. Like okay. she saw, there was a mimic in her village once and she saw like her father or someone or one of her brothers do it and she's trying to remember it. Okay, so the way I'm going to have this work is I'm going to have Nia cast a brawn magic roll. Let's call this a difficulty of, I'm going to say seven. And then based off of that role is going to determine the difficulty of Luna's role. All right. So I got a nine there. All right. So Luna, I am going to have you make, let's see, what do we want to say this dispel magic is? It feels like a brain's. Yeah, brains is what I was leaning towards. Yeah. Uh, let's say a brains magic, since you have only seen it cast like mm -hmm. one time before. I'm going to say this is a difficulty of 11. Okay, so I have a d10 and then the 4. Yes. So let's do the... That's a 7. Let's see what the 4 does. It's a 3, that's <laughs> 10. Uh, I'm gonna spend. I... Oh, I was about to say I'll assist. Okay, if you want to assist, that way I don't have to spend this. Yeah. yeah, and I think the way that his assist helps is that he like, it, it's the soul thing's trying to get from like under the mid. I think at one point he literally goes down to like to try to bite it and hold it in place. Yeah, I don't know if you have any idea of how this looks like, but in my head, her little obsidian moon that's. In that she has on a pendant, it's like obsidian black chains come out of it and start wrapping around this mimic. That's hardcore. Yes. I think like taking it just a step further, I think the chains wrap around the mimic and shoot down to the ground mm -hmm. and it holds it down against the ground as the mimic starts like dissipating into smoke. Mm -hmm. And I think it gives out like a little sad little whimper as it's dispelled. I don't want to say that you killed the mimic because that feels like a lot, but you've dispelled it for yeah. now. And I think Tracon looks at the group of you still sitting on the ground slightly away from where you are. And he just says, oh, thank you guys for helping with the, that. Luna looks at him and walks, and she's like, I need to go to the bathroom, and goes into the girl's bathroom. <laughs> Nia's just going to shout at her, like, homegirl, you're amazing. That was very good. And then she's just going to wiggle her hammer right now, as you see, like, the end of the hammer makes it just look like a big metal hobby horse. And as she wiggles her hammer around, it just transforms back into that wooden sword. Yeah, don't, don't piss off any more toilets. That's all I got to say. Well, I didn't i was defending yeah. um yeah Raleigh. it kind of just came out of nowhere he helped me out 
Speaking of which, we need to get you to the nurse's office. I think Raleigh, like, it's probably really weird because Raleigh probably standing up is barely taller than but he extends a hand to help i know the fastest way to the nurse's office and she points at the horse tricon looks at raleigh's hand puts out his own hand which is considerably larger and like he holds raleigh's hand but uses his other arm to essentially push himself up off the ground yeah and says can all three of us fit on that thing I mean, I don't have to ride on it. I'm really small. True. You can like give me a boost. I know how to ride a horse. I just, I just normally there's, they're smaller where I'm from. Oh, I can make it smaller. And they're also normally alligators. I could make it an alligator. I'd appreciate it. Yeah. And she'll point her sword over the horse and zap its head. So that it now has an alligator head. Perfect. Okay. Wait, just to be clear, is this the <laughs> body of a horse and the head of an alligator? Yes. That's what alligators look like to her. Just like the ones back home. Oh, uh, you too? <laughs> Somebody please draw me fan art of a horse gator. Gator horse? Yeah, I think Tricon like looks between, I guess, three of you and like climbs onto the back of this weird gator horse abomination with one arm hanging limply at his side. <laughs> <laughs> I think Raleigh looks at Nia expectantly, if you don't mind. No, yeah. little. <laughs> okay. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> he needs a boost. Is it demeaning to pick you up? Do I have consent to do that? Oh, oh no. Yeah, it's totally fine. Happens okay. all the time. Yeah, no. I was thinking of shrinking the legs, but I think this is, this will be smarter. Yeah. Hey, folks. Gonna give a quick little middle trow here. Uh, once again, thank you for listening to our episode. It means so much to hear back from you about what you enjoy or what you think about the episodes. So if you want to do that, reach out to us on Twitter at BoneRollersPod or join our Discord with the link in the show notes. If you're particularly enjoying things, you can support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash Elliot Andrews, as well as buying some of our new merch. As of just yesterday, if you're listening to this on lunch day, we have stickers on a Threadless store, which is podcasterelliot.threadless.com. They are stickers of our sort of end tagline, I guess. Essentially, they're stickers of being gay is magical, being lesbian is magical, etc., etc. You can find those at the link in the show notes. And uh, if you want to represent your magical pride, in sticker form, then you can go ahead and order those, and it would make us very happy. I think that's all we've got for this week. There's no patrons to shout out, so I'm just going to shout out all of you for being awesome. Thank you. And she'll just, <laughs> she'll just pick him up by the, like, the hips and just put him like, just right in front, on top of the horse. Yeah. Does it have reins or is it just like a gator horse with a mane? It just has a mane. I oh, it would just be tell it where to go. It have reins. Yeah. <laughs> Raleigh just like grabs the mane. He goes, yeah, cowboy shit. <laughs> and takes the horse the direction of the nurse's office. Okay. Fabby, is Luna doing anything in the bathroom? Is there a scene to be had there? Or is she just using it to hide slash normal bathroom things i think it's both she goes in and she like immediately goes and sees if there's anyone else in here and if it's empty she's gonna splash water in her face and i think you can see when mia yells at her you see her face kind of be kind of like Oh, you didn't come with me. I, like, she was expecting 
Nia to come to funnel her into the restroom. And now she realizes that she didn't. And now she's alone in this restroom and trying to like compose herself. Cause she didn't care about that bully, but they did help Raleigh. So I don't know. She's just angry and confused and doesn't want to be a part of anything. But Nia did make her feel for something where he or she is again alone. So she's going through a lot. If she is crying, then I think Nia will like come into the bathroom like mid cry. Oh, if she is at all. I, I think she might cry. Yeah. Just that idea like Nia coming there, but like a little late. Yeah, no, no that, I think that'd be fine. Yeah, and she'll just, she knows that it's like a restroom for anybody, but she's still going to knock. He's like, hey, Luna, you there? And she'll knock. He's like, princess, Luna, you good? I think she goes to say something, and then you call her princess, and she like, stumbles on her words. <laughs> yeah, I'm here, I'm here. I just, I need a second. Okay, take all the seconds you need. Take a minute if you need to. I just want to say like, oh, you can sorry, come you. In. Oh, good. That's, yeah, it's a public bathroom. That makes sense. Yeah. Just, like, ah, amazing job with that. Where did you learn to do stuff like that? Usually they just try people, to smash things. There was a little smashing there. I only ever seen that spell done once. And I, think for I, me, I don't even know if I did it correctly. It looked like it was done correctly. Like, it did the job. I really hope so. I don't want to deal with another toilet mimic. Again, I, have her die. I don't particularly like finding things if I can help it. I don't know if that makes me sound like a coward, but I would be happy if I didn't have to fight anything. Okay. That's not exactly me. I like whatever yeah. you to you. You're the episode, huh? <laughs> and I don't mean that in a bad way. Just like I could see you fighting anything and anyone and Kicking ass. Fighting isn't the same thing as being violent. Sometimes it's just fun to wrestle around or help people. I don't think I'm... I don't think I'm allowed. Because... I don't think other people will make that distinction if they see me fighting. They'll immediately think I am going violent. I'm doing violence to someone and I'm letting... My other side, my animalistic side, take over, and everyone's in danger. And and that heck, I don't know. Maybe that is true. Maybe if are I you like, are you just like secretly like, a badass? She like looks at you like raising an eyebrow. You do you know I'm a werewolf. Where where y'all have a weird word for it? Werewolf. And back over there, we call them Louisans. I turn into. A wolf-like monster sometimes when I get too aggressive. That's awesome. It's not. And she, like, paces a, a little bit. It's not awesome. I... The only couple times I've done it, I haven't had control of it. I don't want to hurt anyone. I don't want to hurt you. What if I turn and attack you or Raleigh? I could fix it. He'll be fine. She Look, like I, I can I can handle anything. I think I might literally be in like indestructible or unkillable. He crosses her arms on her chest. She looks at you raising an eyebrow and she starts slowly walking towards you. Really, you'll be fine. If I yeah. turn into a monster and start attacking people, if I attack you, you're going to be fine. Yeah. And I think, I think so. at this point she's in front of you, like face to face. Faces inches from each other. You really, really think so? Yeah. I think I can handle anything. Because I am the way I am. Mm -hmm. Is Nia pinned up against the wall? Yes. I'm going to yeah. say, I I'm going to say, like, she, despite, like, her strong words, she actually did take, like, a single step back, and now she's against the wall. Continue. Thank you. I hope you're right. For all of her sake. Uh, I trust you more than I trust myself, but that doesn't mean I, I don't get to 
be myself. I don't get to just enjoy things. I don't get to just be worry-free like you are. I, if, I think I'm worry-free. She laughs and maybe takes a step, step back. Yes, you are. You are. Joy incarnate. Every anywhere you go in, the room lights up. You always have a smile on your face. You have I think you skip most of the time. I can't do that. I need to be I need to be distanced or I risk hurting someone. And I know you say you'll handle it, but what if you don't? What if I get expelled? Where will I go? I'm not going back to my family. This is like this the is... one thing I can do, okay? Like, I know how to do one thing, and it's to deal with shit. Like, I know how to deal with problems. I know how to deal with getting hurt. That's my thing. I don't have a lot of other things to bank off of. And look, I just... You have your own abilities. I have my own. We can't do this shit right now, okay? Okay. I, look. I'm sorry. Whatever. Just. We have to get to class, okay? Yeah, no, I'm sorry. Don't tell me that I'm worry-free, though. And I think she, like, hesitates to say anything. And when she, like, looks down the floor, when she looks back, are you still there or are you gone? No, she is... She's, like, worried. She's going to stick around even if she's not, like, the most comfy. Okay. Then I think she says, I'm sorry. We're friends and you helped me a lot, but I really don't know you. I'm sorry I assumed. You just... I don't really let anybody know me, so that's on me. I would like to know you. Uh... Thanks. And then she leaves. <laughs> <laughs> God damn. I think at that point we transition over to Raleigh and Tricon sitting in the nurse's office. Oh, how tall is Raleigh? I think I had him at three and a half feet tall. Okay. So Raleigh's feet dangling off of the edge of the chair and Tricon barely being able to fit inside of it. What's this? scene look like raleigh what's raleigh's mood are you all talking about anything paint me a word picture here i think for the like the first like few minutes like raleigh is like really quiet because he's not sure what to say but i think you get as the scene goes on like each passing minute like just the energy and chaos that is raleigh is like bubbling up and he's just not able to like, keep quiet for that long and he eventually just says was that your first time riding a gator horse Tracom looks over at him out of the corner of his eyes and he just says you don't have to like stay here with me you can go if you want not nah, i'm good i'm gonna wait until i'm sure that you're good to be on your own and everything you did just get bit by a giant old mimic toilet yeah that can't be sanitary yeah, I was about to say, I don't know what's taking this nurse so long. Like, we need to get some rubbing alcohol and, I don't know, like, literally anything at this point. Maybe, in like, Diet Cola would help. So, question, why were you there? The mimic was gonna, they kill people. That's, I can't let you die. Okay, but we don't exactly have, like, what I would call a good rapport. I was just kind of surprised that you just... Stood your ground. I can't pick on you if you're dead. That's a dick move. Oh, I suppose you have a point there. For what it's worth, I, despite the whole picking on aspect, I appreciate that uh, you didn't let the giant toilet eat me and swirly me into a, I assume, death-like state. I don't actually know what happens if a toilet mimic eats you at I'd really rather not. Hopefully it's not like a class we have to take later. That'd be gross. Figured be uh, like anything else trying to eat you. And no, I don't think there's a getting eaten by mimics class. They're not usually around here. I thought they said they cleared them out, but I guess they missed one or 
I don't know, maybe there's some maiden or something. Ugh. Well, how did well, you we're... end up fighting one? Honestly, I was just chasing after my friends, and then suddenly it just burst out of the the restroom, and the int guy was, I guess, maybe he was like in the process of getting probably well, pooping. But anyways, like he comes running out, and then it sees me, and I guess I look really delicious, so. Yeah, that's pretty much. A rally break. Take a brains roll for me. Let's call it difficulty of six. That's a five, but I'll use it adversity. You're pretty sure when you finish that little diatribe that you see Tracon blush. And he's, <laughs> he very quickly changes the subject. And he says, yeah, uh, your friends, the, the girl with the one that's wearing the hoodie all the time, uh, Tell her I'm sorry about the fireball for me, could you? Sorry. So here's the thing. I think that's something you should probably say in person. I was actually going to bring that up, but I'm glad that uh, you had the forethought to but do it yourself. It's really awkward. How do you tell somebody that you're sorry for lighting them on fire? I didn't even mean to. It's magic school, and I'm pretty sure it will not be the first time that you or Almost anyone else will accidentally set someone on fire. I've never set someone on fire before. What? Yesterday, I actually turned someone's pants invisible, and all I was trying to do was use magic to open up a jar of peanut butter, so. You can use your hands for that. Why did you? I, have you seen my hands? I have these tiny little baby hands. And he raises his hands, and just to emphasize, like, I imagine, like, a close shot of his tiny hands. I think... Tracon goes to put his hand out to palm to palm just to see the size difference. But before he can, the door opens up and the nurse calls him inside. Nurse Ambulon opens up the door and she's like a middle-aged black woman, long curly hair, uh, glasses. She looks over the top of her glasses and looks at Tracon and says, you says here you got eaten by a toilet and he blushes again as he stands up and says yeah I, uh and points to his arm and he's like i don't know if this is infected or it was a mimic and as he walks into the sort of examination room nurse ambulon looks over at Raleigh and she's are you sticking around? You can get back to class now if we don't have any other business here. Did you get hurt? Um, I, I lost a tooth, but it'll just grow back. I guess if he don't need help getting back, I should probably go. I don't got like a hall pass or anything. I think Raleigh just like awkwardly waves at a uh, Tracon, like kind of leans to the side so that we could see, see later, maybe. He gives a very shy wave back very uncharacteristic of him. And by the time the two of you are done waving at each other, uh, Nurse Ambulon has used her her magical focus, which is in fact the stethoscope around her neck, to conjure up a hall pass for you and hands it to you so you can get to your next class without any trouble. Yeah. Raleigh grabs it and hops off the, the, the seat and proceeds to leave. But I think at right. uh, the moment that he's like far enough away, like out of the office, like he pulls like Scooter out of his like overalls and like holds him in front of him. It's like, you, did you see that? That wasn't just me, right? He made like the, the face. How much can Raleigh and Scooter actually like communicate without magic because you could cast a spell to do that probably but i think raleigh and scooter are actually i think they've known each other for a very long time so even if they don't have a verbal way of communicating they kind of have just a good understanding of i guess like physical tics and stuff like that or just like vibes Okay, so I think, like, the impression that Raleigh is getting is that Scooter did see it, but also doesn't know, like, exactly what it means. 
well, oh, we should probably get to class. And he just puts Scooter like back in his like overalls, like his front paws, like clinging on to the, like the bib or whatever, and uh, makes his way to uh, wherever his next class is supposed to be. All right, let's cut back over to the Disaster Girls for a minute. So, uh -huh. Nia and Luna, what are the rest of your days? Do you all have any further conversations? Do you all avoid each other? What's the uh, vibe between I, the two of you? I assume, sorry, you tell me if I'm wrong. I assume Nia just left, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think Luna stays in the restaurant for five to ten minutes hoping she comes back. And after she doesn't, she just, like, leaves. And I guess goes to whatever class she has next. I don't know how many classes we have together. We could have as many as one, but... Oh, no, I, I think it's fun if it's, like, real awkward. Like, they just share the next yeah. class together. Yeah. <laughs> like, when you, like, have a fight with a friend and you're walking in the same direction. <laughs> yeah, I think... God. Okay, first, what class do we have together? God. Do we have a roller derby, like, training thing? And we have to be in the same team? Or just a <laughs> montage of us, like, being paired together in groups, projects? Yeah. That's my thing. Are you just not talking to Luna at all? I, I think for Nia, she is, she's willing to talk. She's just, like, awkward and not as active. Yeah. I definitely think Luna's trying to talk to you. But also doesn't want to push too much. But she's definitely, every time that we have a class together, she's definitely trying to initiate talks. And then if you're, like, shutting them down, she doesn't say much until she gets another opportunity. Yeah, I think it's, like, after getting three classes in a row of mm -hmm. Nia being, like, pretty quiet and awkward, even to the point that, like, like other students in class know Nia. So even them are like giving Nia like weird looks of she's oddly quiet. I was going to ask, does Raleigh notice the tension between the two of them? I think Raleigh's lost in his own thoughts. Imagine if there's like the montage of them like on the boat, <laughs> like being awkward with each other while trying to row and stuff. Like Raleigh's like at the very, like the stern of the, like the boat getting rocked up and down, but like just <laughs> staring off into the distance. <laughs> Yeah, and I think by the time of the, the third or fourth class, or like the last class of the montage. Yeah, the last class of the day. Yeah, is, and they just happen to have being paired together like four times in a row. Yeah. And the thing after I, class. I think Luna's <laughs> definitely angling for that. Like, it's okay, I'm just gonna be nearby. Even if we don't talk, you're not telling me to go away, so I won't. Mm-hmm. And then I think after that last class, Nia's just going to go up to Luna and like, doing okay? Yeah, I... She, like, looks at you, staring your eyes. Are you upset with me? I'm not upset at you. It's... Then... I don't what know. It... With today, first, you're, you find me, you make sure I'm okay, you take care of me, you, like... You go your way to, to get me. And then you ignore me and barely talk to me and run away. I'm sorry if I hurt you when I said before, I really am sorry. And if you, if I don't know you, I want to know you. Or is that a problem? It's, I don't think it's a big problem. I'm not hurt. I don't really think anything can really hurt me, you know? She... Once again, looks at you raising an eyebrow, putting a hand on her chin. You say things that worry me sometimes. Oh, that reminds me. Dungeon Knight. I think it's Dungeon Knight. Dungeon Knight? Yeah. I've new never day in been school, to one of those. Do you, do you want to go to one of those then? With you? Unless you had somebody else in mind. No, no one in mind. Yeah. I'm not too sure what happens in Dungeon Knight, so it'd be good having someone who knows the ropes. I barely do. I just usually just not pay attention, and I just flail through success. Okay. Yeah, Dungeon Knight. I, yeah, we'll flail together. She, like, looks away, like, oh, God damn it. Yeah, that can be done. So, like, Later tonight, oh god, what do we even do? Yeah, be sure that you've eaten by that point. I think that's good. 
Okay, Ethan, yeah. Are you doing alright? I don't know. I think I am very confused, but also happy, but also worried. I'm feeling a lot of things right now. If you're happy, then hold on to that. She holds your hand. Okay. Cut two. Raleigh, what's going on with you for the rest of the day? And has anybody told Raleigh about Dungeon Night? I think Nia is going to send that mass text of like school contacts of Dungeon Night. <laughs> so that's definitely <laughs> going to include Raleigh. And then, uh, and has no idea of like, how does, okay, I did. Oh, there's the new kid, Ludriel. Did I? I told him yes to Dungeon Night as well. Okay. How do I work with this? And she's like, just, she hasn't let go of the hand in like multiple minutes. But she's, <laughs> and she's just been like brainstorming and texting with her phone. <laughs> Great. So yeah, what's Raleigh's reaction as he gets the text about Dungeon Night? So is this like the end of final class of the day? Yeah, yeah. this is, I'm going to say let's, I don't have any scenes planned. So unless you had one that you wanted for raleigh then yeah we'll say this is the end of the school day i think raleigh's just putting uh, his stuff up in his locker and then the text and i think he has like the magical equivalent of a nokia brick looks at it and messes back yes on dungeon night no idea what i need to bring but i'll go question mark question mark also i have something to tell y'all later and it's really weird and he's gonna hit send <laughs> And Neil will also like send a text back. Yeah, it's been weird too. Send. Question Is Luna in this group chat? Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> you tell me. I don't know. Uh, and then Luna still one hand held. <laughs> what was it? Is Luna? Probably. I'm 100% leaving that up to y'all. If yeah. she is, she just posts a picture of herself. Who is next to you, but you're not in the picture. She has like a corn dog in her mouth. And, and then the caption of eating to be ready for dungeon night. When'd you get that corn dog? You were texting. Oh, yeah, it's been a while. I got you one too, if you want to. What? In the okay. Yeah. Okay, I need more hands. She's gonna nudge her, nudge her sword with her elbow, which is like in a holster, like by her hip. And she's going to see if she can just cast a spell from I, that to give her an extra arm. I can give you the corn dog or I can go of your hand. No, I'm on it. I'm on it. I'm like okay. wiggling around with her elbow and just like shooting the ground and your arms are just sprouting out of the floor. Almost okay. there. <laughs> give me a second. I need to look up how this magic is going to work. So it's definitely, I think it falls under transfiguration. Yeah. That's, that so I'm going to call this charm roll. Okay. Let's say, oh, wait, I should look at the casting stuff. How long do you want to have a third arm, Nia? Just a, a couple seconds, long enough to eat a corn dog. Okay, so I'd say that's instantaneous. I don't think it takes yeah. me a couple minutes to eat a corn dog. No, it takes like seconds. So have you cast this spell much before? What's your experience like with it? Um, One time when, I don't know, like a remote was pretty far away and that's about it. So she okay. has before, but not a lot. Uh, let's take a charm magic roll. Difficulty of seven. All right, that's a success when it counts. Okay, so how do you finally manage to get the sword to give you a third arm? So you uh, can eat a corn dog and hold hands with the cute werewolf girl at the same time. I think that there is... So I think she there's a locker over into the background. And somebody has like a face mirror on one of the lockers. So she like tilts her elbow around to trick shot it into the mirror and then to zap herself into the back. So does the arm grow out of your back? Oh God, sure. Yeah, it just like rips Without out of her back and body horror with this. What's it look like? <laughs> it, it just looks if she had, it looks exactly like her other two arms, except without the scars or anything. Fair As if enough. she just like sprouted a... Just a, a fresh new one. All right. And you use your third arm to eat a corn dog. Yeah. Yeah. Multitasking here. So Raleigh had just ended his section of the text conversation at his locker. And when you close the locker, the int boy 
uh, his name is Elijah, by the way, is just standing there. And he looks at you and says, uh, thank you for the help with the mimic earlier. Oh, I really didn't do much besides apparently look a little more delicious than you. I'm glad to see that you are alive and in good spirits and with your pants completely on. Yes, it caught me with my pants down, proverbially speaking. It was uh, a little more literal from my perspective, but sure. Yes, you are quite low. I wish to thank you regardless. You are a good one, Raleigh Redcap. Oh, shucks, I appreciate that, Elijah. Maybe I will see you at Dungeon Night tonight? You are going to the prank we pull on the elf. Yeah, sure. Sounds fun. I look forward to seeing you there. I think Raleigh just gives like a smile and a thumbs up. Elijah turns and like walks off. He's not very fast, but he makes his way along. So yeah. Do any of you have any scenes you want to have between now and Dungeon Night, as it has been coined? I um, just need to know if we ever stop holding hands. <laughs> I'd like to think at one point, if y'all are still holding hands, somehow, like, Raleigh happens to be there and, like, joins in. Hold the third <laughs> arm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, you only had that thing for a couple seconds. That's right. That's right. I think in Nia's head right now, she's realizing that she has multiple dates, so she is wondering if she might be able to, like, make a spell or a potion to make another of her. Have you... I assume you haven't mentioned this to Lunak? Luna not out loud to have... anybody, no. Not even... Yeah. He, she almost sends that as a text, but then erases it. Yeah. Because, yeah, if Luna doesn't know, she doesn't think anything's weird or wrong. You invite her to Dungeon Night. She doesn't leave her dorm. Yeah. She doesn't leave her dorm room often. So Nia is just like, there's a visible bead of sweat going down. And she's just like trying to brainstorm how to make this work because she doesn't want to let anybody down. God. I'll leave this up to you, Jordan. Should Luna be worried or oblivious? Because I have an idea for either. Oh. Is she noticing your sweat or is she oblivious to it? I, I think Nia is like noticeably distressed for preparing for tonight. Then yeah, I think she at first doesn't notice and is about to rest her head on your shoulder when like she even knows the hand that is sweaty. you're sweating. Yeah, so are you? Hey, is everything all right? Did never, something never been happen? better. I, you look worried. We don't have to go tonight if you don't want to. No, 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 no. I don't have to go with you if you change your mind no, 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 and totally no. get that. No, I I think I can make this work. I I can make this work. Okay, I can help. Okay. You can help by being there. I just want to see you there. That sounds great. Okay, if that's what you want. But I think she squeezes, squeezes your hand a little bit. I know you. Or the person who takes care of all the problems, but I really can help. I want to. Not alone. Thanks. I mean that alone. There's a lot of people <laughs> around here, so that's really nice. If you we, know what we, I we're mean. At a, we're, at a, we're at a school. It's covered in people. Yeah. But no, it's still, I actually really appreciate it. You dork. I'm here to help you. Thanks. It's even a cool, cute. Fish night girl will need help sometimes, okay? I'll definitely try to ask for help more. So, Nia, how are you trying to solve this problem completely on your own? 
god. Oh, absolutely. As soon as like the hand is let go, she's going to just like run off and see if she can just practice making like new <laughs> versions of herself. Great. Yeah, in her head is like we can because in her head is okay, I can start asking for help tomorrow. Do you want to try potion or magic for this? Oh god. I think potions. All right. Just because the lab is there and she doesn't trust her own ability that much right now. So she's going to make potions, down one, try again. Okay, so this is going to be a magic roll. I'm going to say probably grit, maybe? Does that feel right? Yeah. So how long do you want to have a body double? For the whole night. Okay, so... We'll say day long because it's longer than an hour. Have you ever done this before? Have you ever seen anyone do this before or read about it? No. Okay. So we're going to call this a grit roll with a difficulty of 15. Jesus. I have a D6 with no mod. Okay. Great. (laughs) All right. (laughs) (laughs) 11. That's 11 under. Okay, so the final scene of this episode, what does Raleigh look like as he's all prepared for dungeon night? What, can I have a tiny scene before that? Sure. I think it's Luna messaging Raleigh, be like, I need your opinion, can you come to... Can you come to my dorm room? I need your opinion. I think we get the, I guess, like the camera switch over to uh, Raleigh in uh, his room. Like, I think he's, he switched into a clean pair of overalls or a cleaner pair of overalls. (laughs) Because nothing is completely clean. Uh, Somewhat brushed hair and looks at his phone to see the message from Luna. And just quickly like text back, be right over. Yeah. And when you get there, she like, Gets you in so that if for some reason Nia saw you, she like, so Nia can't see you and she like pulls you in and closes the door behind you. It's like, I don't know what's going on. I think Nia asked me on a date, maybe not a date. She asked me to go to dungeon night with her. Then I held her hand and we held hands for a while. Maybe that was before. I don't remember. But we're going to dungeon. What should I wear? I don't have anyone else to ask. I would ask Nia, but... This happened before or after the corn dogs. Also, I would normally just recommend overalls, but I do not believe you I... have any. I do have a pair of black overalls, but I don't... Yeah, I don't think that... They never go do out of style. you think so? They never go out of style. Okay, question was... Should I wear a hoodie and shorts like I always do? Or should I put on a dress? I guess there's now a third option about overalls. Why not do overalls? Do they make overall dresses? If they do, I do own one. Okay, sure. And yeah, I'm okay with that scene for now. (laughs) All right. And then cut to Nia as she prepares for dungeon night. None of your potions have seemed to have any effect. But you've run out of time. Oh god. Then I think right now as she is scrambling and sees that the clock is ticking and she's running out of time. She is going to see if there's any like if there are any recipe books or ingredients that seem to be like a little more out of reach wondering if she just needs an extra boost as she is getting ready and like trying to find this as she's reaching for something like one of the books she feels that her arm doesn't quite reach as high as it did before and as she looks over there is a lump on her shoulder like sticking out of the side And Nia, you look and see a small version of your own face looking at you. It says, Hey, where are we going? Oh, no. And that's where we're ending our episode for this week. Thank you all for listening. If you liked what you heard, you can support us on Patreon. Patreon.com slash Elliot Andrews. That gets you access to bonus stuff for 
this podcast, any other podcasts I have now or in the future. Thank you to all my wonderful players. And until next week, remember that being a disastrous lesbian is magical. Sure. Love y'all. Fucking yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. <laughs>